Friday on Locked On Anaheim Ducks. We preview the upcoming Goals versus Condors series and a little bit more of our conversation with Sarah and Robbie. All of this on today's Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. How's it going, everyone? Thank God it's Friday. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez, covering minor league hockey for a long time. A reminder, you can hear this podcast wherever podcasts can be heard. Just look up Locked On Ducks Podcast or Locked On Anaheim Ducks, and there you will find this very podcast. Make sure to rate, comment, subscribe if you have not already. Be sure to follow on Apple Podcasts. Also, also, follow me on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks. That's the show's Twitter. My personal Twitter is at StimpyJD. But you definitely want to follow the show's Twitter at LO underscore Ducks because there is a lot to get to. We're going to have the conversation, continuing conversation, with Sarah and Robbie in a little bit. But we do have to talk about the upcoming series between the San Diego Gulls and the Bakersfield Condors because you all have been waiting for this. The latest on Trevor Zegers and Jamie Drysdale, since you're all Ducks fans. And here is the news. They are both on the roster. They are both on the bus. They are both playing tonight in Bakersfield. So if you have not gotten your tickets already, if you're listening to this podcast right now, here's what you do. Go on your computer. Get some tickets for tonight's game. Or go to the box office because there's lots of tickets available for this one. Just as soon as you hear this. Drive up to Bakersfield. So here's what you do. Pause it right now. Or pause it after I say this. First you pause it. Then you get all your stuff ready. All your gear. Your Ducks gear. Your Goals gear. Drive up to 5. Take the 99. Get off at Bakersfield. Get off at Truxton Avenue. Go east. Go to Mechanics Bank Arena. Buy some tickets. Bring some people along with you. And enjoy hockey tonight. But while you're in the car... Make sure to listen to this podcast on the way because I'm going to give you a playoff preview. That's right. Where else can you get a playoff preview for minor league hockey? You can get it right here on Locked on Ducks. So here's the official playoff preview. It is a best of three series. All three games are in Bakersfield. The game tonight is a 6 p.m. start. 6 p.m. puck drop in Bakersfield. Sunday, game two is a 5 p.m. puck drop at Bakersfield. Game three, if necessary will be Monday night 6 p.m. puck drop. How have these two teams fared against each other? Well, the season series favors the San Diego Goals. They are 5-3 and three against Bakersfield this season, including 3-1 and one with both Trevor Zegras and Jamie Drysdale. Looking back on the series, do you guys remember all the way back early February when these two teams played each other in the first two games of the season? Remember how that went? Yeah, San Diego smoked them. Uh, the finals on that game were pretty much just not important. It was 4-1 to one and 4-3. to three, But the big story about those first two games of the season was Trevor Zegras. If you recall from all the way back, he was the player of the week for that first week of AHL hockey. He scored five points against the Condors. He torched them. He absolutely torched them. The first game... I mean, he was great. He had three points that first game, one goal, two assists. That second game, he just continued to just torch them. One goal, one assist. So two goals, three assists, those first two games. And hey, it continued the game after that. Zegers just kept going along with Jamie Drysdale. It wasn't, it wasn't close. It really wasn't. Those two combined for nine points in four games. 
Yeah, that's something else, isn't it? So I look at both these players making a huge impact for San Diego, but there's one other player that we cannot forget about. That is the captain, Sam Carrick. He is also back from his brief stint with the Anaheim Ducks. He also does well against Bakersfield this season. He he has multiple points against Bakersfield this season. Uh, Lucas Dostal, he's fared very well against Bakersfield this season. Uh, all the first three games of the season, he was one of the three stars against the Bakersfield Condors. He has been that fantastic. I mean, the one exception was that game up in Bakersfield the first time, but that was just the players being a little bit tired. You know, that that was kind of an outlier game. It was a 5-1 victory for the Condors. But every other game after that has either been San Diego dominating or San Diego being very, very close. And, okay, look, San Diego on paper is the better team. They really are. Aside from those two games at Bakersfield, and that's it. Everything else, I mean, it was a 5-1, 5-1. That's it. But that second 5-1, San Diego was dealing with injuries. They had players out. They had players that were called up. They had no Sam Carrick. They had no Drysdale. They had no Zegris. They had a lot of players that were gone at the time. Either they were up with the Ducks or up with the taxi squad. Mahura was also gone. We got to talk about Josh Mahura for a hot minute because he also made his debut with the Ducks this season. And he has been a very important factor in these eight games against the Bakersfield Condors. He does very well defensively against that top line of Bakersfield. Um, one player that he did pretty well against was Cooper Morody. Morody is one of the top players for Bakersfield. Uh, there is someone that I will caution that you should watch out for. And that is, of course, Ryan McLeod. Ryan McLeod will probably face off at center against Zegris a bunch of times. McLeod's a good player. He's a very good AHL player. Of course, Zegris did come back after playing some games in center for the Ducks. So we might see Zegris at center for these three games. And faring up against Ryan McLeod. McLeod is a very good face-off person. He's very adept at finding the open man. He can score when he wants. So that's going to be a very important matchup to watch out for. Zegris versus McLeod or Zegris versus Luke Esposito, the longtime Condor. And of course, they have other great players like Brad Malone. He could fare as being like in the face-off against Zegris. He might also face off against Alex Limoges and Chase DeLeo. We have not forgotten about the La Mirada native, Chase DeLeo, who has done pretty well against Bakersfield also this season. Uh, we're likely going to see Chase DeLeo at center. We're going to see Zegris at center. We're probably going to see Alex Limoges at center. I think he's going to end up being that fourth line. And the other center could be B.O. Gru. It could be. There's so many guys coming back right now that it's going to be hard to tell who's going to be in the lineup for San Diego. But just, you know, from my perspective, I think we're going to see Zegris, DeLeo, Sam Carrick at center, and then whoever else in that fourth line center. Uh, wings, I'm expecting DeLeo to possibly, or DeLeo will be a center. So I'm expecting Jacob Perot to get in there. Perot is not playing in juniors this year, so expect Jacob Perot to play a big role. Same with Braden. Matt Laredo could be big. And someone else that I did talk about last night on the locker room, who is a very important part of this team, is Potsy, Andrew Podorowski. 
The reason I bring Paul Dorowski up as someone to watch for, the reason the goals brought him in is because of his Calder Cup experience. Two seasons ago, Paul Dorowski was part of that miraculous team in Charlotte that led the Checkers to the Calder Cup a couple seasons ago. In fact, there were some good players on that Checkers team. You had him um, and someone else that we cannot forget about on goal, who is currently the goalie for the Carolina Hurricanes. I'm talking about Alex Nedlekovic, or Ned as we like to call him. Ned was in goal for the Checkers two seasons ago. Then he got called up for a cup of coffee last season. He's up with the big squad now. It's Ned. It's Hockenpah. Yeah, remember Yanni Hockenpah? We we miss him around here. But Hockenpah is looking really good for the Canes as well. So Paul Dorowski does bring some experience. And it's a shame that Paul Dorowski did not get a full season and help lead the goals to a Calder Cup run last season. This is his chance. He has the experience. He has the know-how. He is kind of a veteran on this team. So when you combine all the veteran leadership on the goals along with the young players, there is no reason to think that the goals can win this Pacific Division matchup. So once again, that starts tonight at formerly named Rainbow Bank Arena. It is now Mechanics Bank Arena. 6 o'clock start time. I will be live tweeting this game on the LO underscore Ducks Twitter. So be sure to watch out for that. Uh, the game can be heard on Goals Radio. can also be seen on AHL TV. It will be televised in Bakersfield TV. I believe ABC 23 will have it televised. So once again, if you haven't already, get going. Get in your car. Go up to Bakersfield. Do it now. Do it. All right, we're going to head into the commercial break. But first, I want to talk to you guys about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar in the land. They have several fantastic flavors, including Cherry Barcia, Cookies and Cream, Cookie Dough when it's out once in a while, just a slew of flavors, a plethora of palate-pleasing bars. Also, they're low in calories, they're high in protein, they're low in sugar. They only have 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and packed with 17 grams of protein. So, hey, what are you waiting for? Go there now. Go. Go now to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 to get a 15% discount on your next order of Built Bar, the best-tasting protein bar in the land. So, coming up on the last two segments, there is going to be some more minor league talk. Myself, Sarah Avampado, and Robbie Leano, we're going to discuss, uh, should we even be having this tournament at all? We'll have a deep discussion about that on the other side. Uh, you drive a very fast car. I do drive a very fast car. It, it and goes vroom vroom. It goes vroom vroom, and I, we just filled up with uh, with the uh, p- the premium gas, and it m- made it went, ex- it went extra vroom vroom. <laughs> Here we go. But the, but the huge thing is, you know, obviously a car like that needs good repair parts. They do, and you know where you can get those repair parts from. I've heard of this website called RockAuto.com. Is that it? That is it. Sweet. You know they have parts for every car you could think of, including. Uh, an Aston Martin, a Ferrari, they have Mustang parts. They do have Mustang parts, and 
I checked it out myself because I went to go look for some spark plugs, some uh, other like water pumps and everything like that. I can tell you, the price is there so much better than going to a chain store. Like, oh. significantly better. Like, no, no no comparison. Way better. So you got to go to rockauto.com right now. And what should they put in the how did you hear about us box? Uh, I think they should say that Locked On sent you. And if you want to get really extra super specific, you can name perhaps Locked On Coyotes or Locked On Kings or Locked On Ducks or Locked On Southwest Tucson Food Road Trip Hockey <laughs> Show. Uh, but just tell them just tell them that uh, the Locked On sent you in the How Did You Hear About Us box when you go visit rockauto.com to get all the cool parts that you need for your car or your truck. I'm going to sing the jingle right now. Ready? One, two, three. All the parts your car will ever need, Rock Auto. You didn't join me on that. <laughs> but you said you said you were. Yeah. Not uh, we yeah. were. Okay, we could all do that. Not now that I now that I got you all warmed up. One, two, three. All the parts your car will ever need, Rock Auto. Yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> you don't miss our upcoming tour. <laughs> we'll be singing duets <laughs> of your favorite classic rock hits. I don't know. There's, there's some good classic rock hits that we could sing. I mean, we were singing along to the uh, some uh, soft rock. On the, <laughs> the, S- some sticks. <laughs> uh, some uh, some ELO. Oh, yeah. Great, great band right there. Uh, so there was one other thing that I kind of skipped over. Why are we having a playoff in the American Hockey League specific division? Why? Well, from what I remember, obviously they said no Calder Cup because of travel restrictions and yeah, a bunch of other problems that can happen. <laughs> but they said every division has a chance to do their own playoffs should they want to. Central Division said no. North Division said no. The Atlantic Division, Atlantic division said no. The uh, there's another there's a fourth one too. There's five there's five divisions. Mm-hmm. Um. The other made-up division. <laughs> okay, so Central, North, Atlantic. Was it just... No, there's five. There's five. There's absolutely five. Because five, having five the divisions is... Oh, the Canadian. Because Canadian was its own... Was it, was, oh, yeah. Was oh, yeah, right. it was just like Canada. Yeah. 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 So the Canadian division um, also said no. The Pacific division, for some reason, said yes. The sad thing was, I kind of figured it would be the Pacific Division because I've been hearing rumblings about it all year long. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. So why are we doing this? Money, 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 money. <laughs> and I think you said a TV contract. There is a TV contract there. San Diego has the contract with Fox 5 and the CW. But again, So this is your fault? Wow. This is not We are going to blame it on them. Yes. Sweet. Awesome. I mean, we could. But, but but none of the games are even are actually the play in games are being played in Irvine, California. But after that, it's Vegas and because oh that's right, Vegas has a TV contract. I forgot about that. They have their own little weird thing on like a sub channel. Vegas. Oh great. <laughs> yeah, at the Orleans Arena. But the big story about that was you know the players have to pay for their own. Medical, yeah, no, they're not insured mm-hmm. and they're not getting paid either. Mm-hmm. I mean, what were your thoughts when you heard that they're not getting paid and have to pay for their own insurance? I mean, I, I knew they didn't get paid because that's just sort of standard, which I also think is total BS. 
that hockey players don't get played for the, the, the paid for the playoffs. And like, it's one thing if you're, you know, highest paid guy, like Connor McDavid, whatever. But if you're, you know, Bob fourth line forward, uh, making league minimum, that kind of stinks. Uh, but you know, so the, the pay is one thing, but to also, uh, to, to have to do the insurance thing on your own, like extra garbage, extra garbage. Yeah, especially yeah. like especially on a dangerous game like hockey, mm-hmm. like oh god, yeah. yeah, no dislike. And the other kind of warms all the new prospects that are going to be playing. We mentioned Quentin Byfield being one of those prospects. Do you want to risk some kind of serious injury to showcase Quentin Byfield on this weird playoff? Well, I wasn't worried about that before, but now I am. Here's, an, here's a couple other things, too, since you mentioned players that um, that could throw a wrench into everything is, uh, for example, do the Nashville Predators allow Tucson to dress Michael Carcone? Because he's... Mm. Because mm. Michael Carcone just decided... Because, because Milwaukee mm-hmm. decided not to play this year, so he went over to Tucson. Oh, man, I forgot about that. Yeah. Because Nashville probably has a pretty big say in mm-hmm. what happens too, because right? yeah. obviously they're doing their own thing right now, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, this is. I like it less and less. <laughs> I mean, is it okay to be enthusiastic about it, but also hate that it's happening? So, yes, because it's like you know what, we get to talk about hockey for a couple more days, but. It's like you look at the whole grand scheme of things and you look at the article that came out mm-hmm. over the weekend and you're just like, there's a million problems wrong here. It's just yeah. not good. Yeah. And I guess, I mean, not to like make this too serious, but we are all people with our own platform to talk about these things. And so, you know, regardless of what happens, like we can't boycott it and we can't be like, I'm not going to talk about this because I disagree with it. I mean, you could, but I feel like all of our bosses would be like, excuse me. Hi. That's kind um, of, this is your job right here. So. Yeah, yeah. Like, so it's like, I, I, I could see it being like, Hey, so you just spent the whole week talking about your favorite television shows instead of talking about the hockey that your team is playing. Um, but you know, I, I think that we, because we have this platform to talk about hockey and to talk about things like this, like, why are we doing this? I feel like we also have the responsibility to question it. And, you know, it's like, no one's listening to the play. Like, you know, the, the players union put out that statement that was like, Hey, we are super not into this. Uh, and it seemed like it didn't really get much traction outside of, um, um, you know, H AHL media nerds. Right. And I do have the quote here. If you allow me to read this really quick. So this is a quote from the PHPA executive director, Larry Landon, where he said, quote, I'm disappointed in the AHL Pacific division's decision as it disregards the wishes of the vast majority of the players within the Pacific division. These concerns were communicated to the league on several occasions. End quote. And by the way, that vote was 133 to eight, not in favor of having this Pacific Division playoff. So the Players Union is obviously pretty irate about it. And I know how most players, we know how most players feel. They don't want to play. They want to go back home. And we could think of a couple players in particular that we saw today that kind of had the sense that maybe they don't want to go to this playoff. And that's and, and that's why we asked the question about that in the press conference after the uh, 
um, after the last the last game, the Tucson Ontario game, and uh, obviously I'll probably play more more clips from some of the other players I mentioned, Cal Cabobianca earlier, but we'll you know, probably hear from Jeremy Gugwar or uh, the others too. So, yeah, but but I, but I still question if this is the right thing to do. I really do. It's not. It's not. Yeah, <laughs> there's not actually a question. It's like, not the right thing. Yeah, to it's, do. it's like yeah, you, you don't question it. You don't question it. You just you just know this is not a good this is not a good idea. And I haven't even talked about the two players that are really impacted by this that all the Ducks fans are wondering about. Two guys named Jamie Drysdale and Trevor Zegris. And I've just been getting question after question about this because they did not play in the last series at Colorado. They were held out. So now it's a big question mark. Are they even going to travel to Bakersfield to play those games? And I know what some fans think about this. You know, some are saying protect them. Some are saying, but we want to see them play live. There's such a huge disconnect with some people. It's mind-boggling that we're still having this conversation because we shouldn't be doing this. In our hearts, we know they shouldn't, but they're going to play on. I'm just imagining, like, them not playing Zegers and Drysdale until, like, the girls have a chance of making it to like whatever this dumb final game is, and I just imagine like Kool Aid Man style, like Trevor Zegers and and Jamie Drysdale just like bursting through the wall for the last game to like win the division. Um, that is that is what I hope happens. I mean, this is if we were going to be real here, I think this is just Henderson's to take. Yeah, yeah. But, but Henderson has their own problems. They, they have, have their own problems. goaltending <laughs> problems. They have a forty-seven-year-old backup goaltender who works for the team. <laughs> What? You, you know I'm going to channel him at some point. Imagine if you lose to a 47-year-old backup goaltender who works for the team. I mean, you can look to uh, the, uh, the e-bugs of the last few years of anywhere else in the NHL. <laughs> I mean, I think I actually think it would be okay. Actually, first, like I feel like a lot of our listeners might not know the situation going on with Henderson. Um, and I feel like you'll explain it better than I will. Uh, but I, I think that people need to understand what is happening and why they have a, a, a goal, a, a, their backup goalie is rocking an Atlanta Thrashers gear. Oscar Dansk was hurt. Logan Thompson got hurt during a game. So it was 47-year-old Freddie Braithwaite who put on the gear and he has his old-school Atlanta Thrashers lid on the ice. That was the last team he played for was the Atlanta Thrashers. All of 18, <laughs> 18 years ago. This is ridiculous. It's been so long. <laughs> so I just, I, I was trying to do math, but like, that's not my, my thing. Like, Quentin Byfield is <laughs> y- younger than the demise, like, the, the Arizona Coyote, the, not the Arizona, the, the, the sorry. The Atlanta Thrashers left Atlanta in 2011. Yes. So it's been that long. So you're gonna have Freddie Braithwaite as your back as your e bug for some reason because all the goalies for Henderson are getting hurt. What, I, what if he gets in a game? World's tiniest violin, though. Like yeah, it's it's. it's I mean, because I mean, the rest of uh, the Henderson team like is stacked. They really are. Yeah. Henderson's a weird one for me because we were talking about this earlier. A lot of people, when Henderson came to the league, were, were kind of 
not expecting them to do well because they're like, oh, it's a brand new team. And but whatever. it's not, though. But it's not. Uh, it's not a brand new team. Because, go, go off. Well, I'm not going to go off. It's just a fact. Like, <laughs> is that like a significant percentage of the Henderson Silver Knights all played together for the past one or two seasons when they were the Chicago Wolves, when Vegas was the affiliate of the Wolves. So this is a team that, you know, aside from a new coaching staff and, you know, bringing in some new players and stuff, uh, you know, Logan Thompson's a new face around there. Uh, he wasn't part of the Wolves or anything, but they brought back all of their same really good players. So of course Henderson's going to be good. They're not a new team. They're just a team that, plucked themselves it's, up and especially since uh no one like very few people from the from the pacific division would see chicago mm-hmm. because they were in a completely different division and you'd only play them like once or twice mm-hmm. during the season in a regular ahl year yeah and so like the only time you'd see, like they would see you'd see the chicago Wolves probably would be in a playoff series mm-hmm. yeah yeah so it's just like guys like no don't don't sleep on henderson like this is this is they're not just gonna be the worst in the division. This is not an actual real hockey team. Yeah, which our two teams did about three years ago, the Wolves and the Gulls. Mm-hmm. They had that long series, that long hard fought series. I mean, I feel like that series is why the Wolves didn't win the Calder Cup because they were just beat. Like what, they were dead. One of the things that scared me when uh the the last time the uh the the last Henderson game that I got to stand to watch in person was that day Cody Glass was sent down. <laughs> and I was like, Tucson's going to get their ass kicked. <laughs> You're like, well, we're, we're just going to go now. It's fine. Yeah. He, he's a very polite young man, for the record. Um, he, whenever I talked with him when he was still with the Wolves, does the thing where he shakes your hand, says your name, like shakes your hand again, repeats your name to like remember who you are. And I was like, this boy has had very good media training. <laughs> very nice, very polite. Made it a point to remember my name. Only player who's ever done that. That's nice. <laughs> Wait, that's the only one? Yeah. I mean, I would hope there'd be at least a couple more. No, so a lot of them, they, they would just eventually get your name yeah. just because, just because, like, what, like, what a lot of people do at the media scrums, like, even though they probably know who, like, they, read, they read your stuff or whatever. Right. You'll, you'll stay, like, you'll still say, oh, um, for example, say, oh, Robbie Leon, your FiverrHowling.com, and the Locked On Coyotes podcast. That's what I do whenever I'm on those Zoom conference, and like, you know. Yeah, they don't, it, unless they make, like, yeah, I'm sure that a lot of some of the other Wolves guys who I knew who I'd covered for two seasons, you know, knew my name, but they never made it a point to, like, actually use it. <laughs> <laughs> they probably knew me as the, like, Knights on Ice girl. I mean, that that's fair. <laughs> um, I keep going back to this quote that I keep looking at that's driving me nuts. If I can just read this really quickly. Go for it. So there's a quote, and by the way, hat tip to Tony Androconis, who does Inside the AHL, where one player that remains anonymous uh, was asked if they could afford to jeopardize their future by not playing in this tournament. And he just simply said, quote, that's career suicide, end quote. That's all that really needs to be said about this whole thing. So, I mean, they're really being forced. It's, yeah, it's like... It's like you got to play whether you like it or not, mm-hmm. and you, what we're gonna see is we're gonna see players play these games, but half-ass them. Yeah, especially this like weird play-in round thing. Especially like, the play-in yeah. round. So like 
the like the Tucson series, I wouldn't be surprised if they just stand back and or I don't even know San Jose wants to win. <laughs> so it's, it's gonna be it's, that's gonna be uh oh my god. I don't even know. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, sure, these are all professional athletes. They all have a very, very high competitive nature, but we've all seen preseason hockey. We know what it looks like. And I I, I think a lot of this, too, is one of the reasons why Tucson kind of took a step back midway through the season anyways, because they knew there was going to be no postseason Mm -hmm. or no real postseason. So they're just like, what's the point? And you kind of saw that Mm -hmm. on, like... We did see that Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. It was a uh, not a. I mean, it was a hard. There was a lot of hitting, but I feel like that's because people were frustrated. Well, yeah, because <laughs> Kyle Cavabianco and Jan Yannick got a little emotional. Yeah, but that was it. Jeremy, if Jeremy Gugor was playing that game, mm-hmm. he would have gotten in a couple fights. <laughs> so Bogo would have completed the Gordiehal hat trick. Man, deprived of it. Ugh. I've seen enough of those this season, anyway. Yeah, well, yeah. Because we're lucky that we get to watch the games. Like I, I, I feel lucky. By the way, like I feel lucky that we get to do this. Oh yeah, absolutely. And you know, Sarah getting to watch, getting to watch that game, like the last couple of games. I mean, it was weird. Felt weird in a good way, but weird. Like this is the first. Like now that I have all of my shots, I can go places again. <laughs> Just feels weird. But you know, you're like, oh, that's right. I used to do this like four times a week sometimes. Especially here in Arizona where a lot of people are becoming mask-free. Science is fake, apparently. <laughs> it, it, allegedly, maybe. <laughs> it depends on where you are in the country. Yeah, it does. Very much yeah. so. Anyway, live hockey. Yeah, live hockey. We have, we have more games. We do have more games. This week, next weekend. Not just, not just the Calder Cup, or not... Not Calder Cup. It's not, not just the Pacific <laughs> the, Division. The John Chick Trophy. The John Chick Trophy playoffs. As you know, there's of course the Stanley Cup, but none of our teams are in it. Um, unfortunately, but you we, know. we need something to talk about. We do need something to talk about. And like, and luckily, this is this this is gonna you know this covers our 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 week, right? <laughs> it, does. it does. Sarah, speak for yourself. Your your team's last game was on Thursday. Yeah, and I, 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 I avoided talking about it because it was horrible. Coyote's last game was last Saturday. <laughs> Same. And then, uh, luckily, I got immediate content because the very next morning, they go ahead and decide they're going to part ways with, uh, with Rick Tockett. I'm just like, oh, this makes my job a little bit easier. Um, my team is boring. <laughs> They've done absolutely nothing since bowing out in Minnesota. Absolutely. You can vamp for like 20 minutes on Trevor Zegers. Don't lie to me. So Trevor Zegers is fake. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, so what else can we talk about? I feel like we've exhausted our time and exhausted have, our... I believe we do have one more ad. Potentially, what, what, what ad have I not talked about yet? Let's see, I did Rock Auto. I did yeah, our friends at Bet Online. Oh God! <laughs> so our friends at Bet Online, they have every sport imaginable, including MLB, the NBA, oh NBA playoffs. It's coming up right there. Yeah, and a certain team 
from the valley, they're in it, aren't they? Yeah, the Phoenix Suns. Uh, you can, uh, I might as well plug the plug those guys. Uh, they're pretty, uh, they seem like pretty nice guys. Our friends are uh, the sister podcast over at Locked On Phoenix Suns. Yep, and I'll shout out the Locked On Lakers and Locked On Clippers because hey, they're both in it somehow. But you can check out Locked. Sorry, you can check out BetOnline.ag. And check out all the sports they have there, including baseball, basketball, NHL playoffs, reality TV, fighting, fighting, politics. They do have politics on there. That's... I know. That's, <sighs> that's, we'll just say that's a thing. <laughs> so go to betonline.ag right now. Use promo code Locked On to get a fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. So, for example, if you deposit two hundred and fifty dollars, I don't know, why I said that. <laughs> Then you get an extra one twenty-five on your first deposit. <laughs> yes, yes. He's just showing up with this math nonsense, man. See, JD, I, I went, I went to school for journalism because I don't know math. So let's not do this. Stats, <laughs> Wait, stats stop, guy, right don't, here. Don't shame us. Anyway, <laughs> that is betonline.ag. Promo code locked on gets you a 50% welcome bonus. And they're the exclusive online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. And please gamble responsibly. <laughs> let's, let's just now put some closing thoughts, I guess. Um, locker room. I forgot about them, but hey, I, I have. A, oh, yeah, that too. I have a locker room that I do. Once in a while, and you know, both Robbie and Sarah were on the last one. It it was fun times. It was good times. That was the time when I mean that that was you walking around to digest the burrito. But it it, it was it was delicious. And now we're back to food. <laughs> uh, but just closing thoughts, uh, Robbie. This has been a wonderful trip. Thanks for showing us around. You know, the food tour, getting to see what. The Roadrunners are all about. I think more fans need to come out here and check out what's going on at TCC. They do a phenomenal job. They do. They they do. The game presentation is they do a really good job. I've I've I've, I've been covering them for four years. This was my fourth season. Just completed my fourth season covering the Roadrunners, and it, they they've done a phenomenal job all four years. They're a team that they make the most with what they got. They really do. And I, I was impressed. I was impressed with everything this weekend, honestly. I'm sorry my team beat yours. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, I, again, lack of motivation. I can, I can understand it. It happens. I, I legit did not think we were going to win this one. I mean, I knew it was going to be that way when the, the moment, like 29 seconds in, Ivan lets one in. <laughs> like, if Ivan lets one yeah. in 30 seconds in, that's, that's a problem. Yeah. But Boko, I didn't expect that. You know. It's just given given the fans what they want, but yeah, it's been it's been a blast in Tucson. I got to see live hockey for the first time since March of 2020. Uh, that wasn't beer league hockey. I've gone to see some friends playing uh, whenever they were allowed in Chicago, but uh, first real professional hockey in over a year, and uh, to get to do it with some friends and some delicious food, and uh, allegedly there's margaritas waiting for us after this, uh, has been an absolute delight. Yeah, so we just want to say thank. you. Thank you for this. Um, where can the fine folks find your show, Sarah? Where can they find your online writings? 
Uh, so I'm on Twitter yelling about things and largely crying about Jeff Carter uh, at Right Said Sarah. Locked on Kings is available on Twitter at Locked on LA Kings. If you're interested in the national show, which is going to be obviously continuing coverage all throughout the playoffs, I host Mondays and Wednesdays on Locked on NHL. Mondays I talk with uh, some esteemed other local hosts from across the network about uh, big stories that they're dealing with. Uh, and on Wednesdays, Tom Gazzola and I talk about what used to be Western Conference Wednesdays, but this year since they, you know, jacked up all the conferences. Uh, we just kind of talk about whatever. Uh, so Locked on NHL is on Twitter at Locked on NHL Pods. And I think that's kind of all the cool stuff I do. How about you, Robbie? Yeah, as you uh, guys can go find me on my, my Twitter account at, at RobLeonio1, uh, where I go uh, rant about uh, anything Arizona Coyotes or Tucson Roadrunners or anything here in Tucson or any thing maybe back in california because that's my home um at locked on coyotes at lo underscore coyotes um also ranting a lot about Connor garland and uh anything coyotes based that's going to be torture because that's the way the coyotes are they just uh like to torture everybody with not just the players but also the uh the ownership and everything I would do all of the, all, all that stuff over there, um, and uh, you can find Locked On Coyotes not just on Twitter, but obviously on uh, on our podcast platforms anywhere you get your podcast, is including the all new Odyssey app. That's A U D A C Y. Oh, I guess I'm next. Um, saving me for last for some reason. So you can find my podcast at L O underscore Ducks on Twitter. My personal Twitter is at StimpyJD. And hello, friends. You can find my podcast as well as these two on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcast, Smoke Signal, Morse Code, wherever podcasts can be found. Just look up Locked On Blank Podcast and you could find our wonderful shows. I, I think we do a great job. I think Sarah's is good. I, I love Robbie's cadence on Locked On Coyotes. It, it's so fun. <laughs> How how so? I mean, I like I, I've never someone has someone explain my cadence to me, but so like you have like a, kind of like a jazzy cadence whenever you do it. Like there's there's a certain like like a certain coolness when you do it. It's kind of fun. Must be my my uh, ten years of radio experience, or or that. And mine used to sound like that until I've realized how terrible the ducks are. <laughs> <laughs> And it's turned into half the shows are like this, and the other half are me ranting about the fact that the Ducks have not won two games in a row since 2019. That's the other half of the podcast that I do. <laughs> but like I said, you can find all our podcasts on TLOPN or Tlopin. It's a good way to end it. And who wants to wrap it up in a nice little bow? You're from all of us here on at uh, Locked On Southwest Hockey, Locked On Coyotes, Locked On Kings, Locked On Ducks. Have a great day. Enjoy yeah. the rest of your hockey journeys. If you're playing in the playoffs, uh, God, I wish I were you. And uh, we'll have more content tomorrow and every day this week here on Locked On, whatever the show it is that you're listening to oh. right now, all on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I, I know how we could end this. No, I just did it. Meet me. Ducks and gulls and roadrunners fly together. I feel so left out. Quack, 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 quack. Go ahead, Sarah. Oh, that I was going to say, we were going to end on the meep meep. We're in Tucson. Yeah. Oh. I was going to say, like, we could all do ours and edit later. I don't have a thing. <laughs> <laughs>
Like, like you totally do have a thing. I'm leaving. <laughs> Heaven.